0: Right um, hey, everybody! Welcome to the Growing with Fishes podcast. Um, I'm <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> um, today More we have uh, addressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the funniest time <laughs> entry
2: <laughs> intro
0: to the show we've ever had.
2: Um, <laughs> here man i just fucked it up too no no it's all
0: good it's all good you just Um, made it
3: better than it's ever been man
0: right it's like almost as good as marty like the first five or ten episodes every time (laughs) i had to start by marty it would start with like marty's bong bubbling it was funny
2: (laughs) so i'm not used to video man why don't we all show off what we're smoking man i'd like to see what you guys are smoking my uh my camera's busted but they can right Come on, Marty. What you got, man? I see you with the Sherlock over there. What's up?
4: Can you grab me uh, the bag, the smaller plastic bag that I have over
2: here. there? You know what? I got some of Dude's Weed right here. I've got some Dude Grows Sueno. Dude Grows Grown Sueno. Wow. There's a lot of so- English going on in that one.
3: Hey, here's some uh, Starfighter OG.
2: All right. Looks like hard nug, man. Yeah. Good, I got? I'm down to the bottom of the bag here. He does do a beautiful job, man. Oh yeah, that's nice. Is right? that some
0: of his is that some of his ISS or which which is
2: that? Yo. Yeah. That is oh, a, something called Yo, Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Think I've got anyway, that one,
0: yeah.
4: And I got a got, got a couple days until I uh, start smoking again because I'm just starting up a new job. I'll know for sure if I'm getting tested on Monday. But I got a little uh, of Monet animal right here. From in-house genetics, I'm just waiting to uh, get going with. Ah,
2: Oh, yeah. That looks fucking stinky. I
4: did it. Uh, <laughs> this is fantastic. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. Can't wait on this. <laughs> um,
0: so, we do the uh, Growing With Fishes podcast every week, um, we'd manually on uh, aquaponic and cannabis topics. Um, this week we have um, Scotty Reel and uh, Fish Ganja Guy. Although I think Fish Ganja Guy is going to be uh, more of a regular, uh, regular thing like Marty and I going forward. Oh um, yeah, Scotty's going to Scotty. Yeah. For those of you guys that don't know, um, Scotty is uh, from the owner of Recharge, and uh, he also runs the uh, Dude Grows show over there at uh, Dude Grows. So if you guys haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. They have. I think you guys have the largest or longest podcast in terms of number of episodes and hours of anybody know i think if memory serves me right which is really awesome i remember back when you guys got started uh back when i started right. in colorado it was awesome all these <laughs> years ago
4: not just that but the consistency too as far as their releases compared to everybody
2: yeah. else that's what really oh, yeah, brings man. people back
0: yeah it's a lot like of
2: fun doing this stuff week. man and learning all this stuff so why not do it every day
0: yeah they're not assholes like us who skip weeks <laughs> <laughs> you know what? though, come
2: on. It's getting hard. It's hard to be consistent.
0: <laughs> so you guys have a, a big cup coming up. Do you want to talk about that and tell us a little bit about what's been going on at Dugro's? You guys have revamped your
2: website. You guys have, like all kinds of cool stuff going on over there. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't want to hog the podcast, but we are doing a cool event. I think we, we sh- we're going to cap it at 50 strains. And uh, yeah, we're. I just want to taste everybody's everybody's weed, everybody's cannabis. Yeah, right there. I think I'll be tasting uh, Fish Ganja Guy's cannabis, man. Maybe that bud right there. But the idea is we all talk about this. It's It really is an art. You know, it's definitely some science, but there's definitely a lot of art in it. And your personality absolutely comes through in, in, in these, uh, you know, in these plants. And uh, I don't know. It's just a real joy to just check out how everybody's doing it. And uh, yeah, in a smokable form. <laughs> yeah. But that is uh, 415, April 15th. This is the Saturday night before uh 420. And we're going to be hanging out at cultivated synergy in denver uh smoking a ton we're going to be judging shit. if you guys got time i'd like to run the judging by it we'll bullshit about it because man how do you judge 50 strains in one night right
0: (laughs) you Uh, can't and then are you only doing are you guys limited to just flower are you guys also doing concentrates Mm -hmm. do you have different categories what is i could ignore uh, it this
2: year man I think 2017 is the, is the year that we stop ignoring concentrates. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't you think? There's just too much. Ama- yeah. I had my Some first low times, temperature, temperature rosin dab recently from a guy named Dax from Dax Tractors. It was just one of those, you know, you know, whatever, however many tons of squeezing to get the resin out or the rosin out, I guess. And it is freaking amazing. When it's done right, it is like... I don't know. It's a, it's a joy. I'd say it's a work of art, but.
4: But do you think that uh, doing all the rosin uh, or the dabs and concentrates might sideline some of the judges because of the potency? (laughs) (laughs) Will there be couches available for recovery time? Thinking
2: about that. (laughs) You guys ever been to Amsterdam where they've got that big chair in front of the coffee shop? And you always wonder what it's for. And then every now and again, you'll see some dudes like kind of passed out in the big chair. The last
4: time I was in Amsterdam was well, 13 years ago. So I think things have changed since the last time I went.
0: Well, do you guys remember? I know Scotty probably remembers the back before they started cracking down on the cannabis cups in Denver, the last big one they had, remember it was down in um, uh, Southern Denver and they had the, two big buildings where the thing was in and there was this alleyway in between with all these couches and there was all these out-of-state people that were just blacked out in that alleyway. It was the funniest thing. It was just all these blacked out zombies because there was all these people that were like, yeah, no, I can do all these dabs and all this stuff. No, you can't. You're not from Colorado.
2: The first cannabis cup, my friend did his first dab, and he's a big boy, man. You know, probably 240, really stocky. And he got the whole wobbly knees thing and kind of, you know, we had to grab him. And I don't know, I'm not, it was not easy to grab a 240-pound guy and keep him up. But yeah, (laughs) immediately, man, like a wobbly knee kind of deal. Yep.
0: Yep. As long as uh, I don't out here. There's a they have these events called smoke Sessions in California, and there's a vendor out here that you know uh, you know how a lot of the different uh, events back uh, festivals and stuff. They have those giant turkey legs, the like the <laughs> yes. Viking style turkey legs. Well, this guy does a weed infused Viking turkey leg. It's freaking awesome! Wow, man!
2: <laughs> Can it get any better? Right? I mean my whole life, man. <laughs> It's like he answered like two birthday wishes in one
3: right
0: <laughs> so do you want to talk a little bit also about um what's going on at real growers and get people who don't know a little bit uh about talk a little uh, bit about a recharge podcast and...
2: up, man i don't do you guys talk uh, about whatever you want to talk about and i'm going to try to fit it in man that's how i do man well we, we'd love hell, to get
0: yeah. play on some of that stuff and you know well, uh, trying to fit it in is a good rule of life
4: But so i can fit that.
2: Hey, all of us man, to are you, you guys into problems? that I'm a microbe guy. If people don't know, I'm really trying to learn about microbes, and that's why I love being friends with the fish people because <laughs> they won't pull no punches. If your microbes are shit, it'll, it, it won't work. You know what I mean? So they'll right. be the first to tell you. So that, that's why I like uh, getting, getting the real feedback from uh, from aquaponics folks. But, but uh, yeah, I'm a real big microbe guy. I have a product called Recharge, and uh, just try to learn as much as I can about soil microbes uh, along with these guys. So it's it's pretty fun. Um man, hey have you guys into that like hidden half of nature? Have you guys gotten that book, the David Montgomery book? Have you, you guys into that guy at all?
3: Uh, I haven't gotten I haven't that that one, No, I, I have that um what is it? Uh Teaming with Microbes and Teaming With
2: Yeah. I'm um, I'm tripping on all that information. I'm starting to really freak out. Like in that teaming with microbes book, he talks about going to the Epcot Center and seeing all this fancy hydroponic shit back in the nineties. And looking yeah. at these sad-ass plants, man, that were just, like, getting, like, a fraction of what they needed. You know, it looked yeah. like malnourished, you know, kids or something. And uh, I've just been really tripping on that point lately, man. I'm sure you guys are into it sure. with, uh, you know, because aquaponics is a, a, a nutrient-dense program. But yeah. I'm really into trying to load up as many, much nutrition into my soil and into my food and into my into my cannabis as I can. I think that's got to be where the terpenes and flavors come from.
4: Yeah. Hey, uh, Steve, I'm trying to get JR on the uh- podcast right now I says the link's not working but do you get that What's message I sent you man? yesterday Scotty oh no no I don't, know. No, it's prob- just I don't know that I was thinking about <laughs> it was uh why is it we pay uh, more money for food that has less chemicals and less money for food that has more chemicals
2: More, more hang on I'm gonna try to wrap my round of- I should probably smoke while I think about that so why would we pay yeah. more do it again do it again man more money for food with less chemicals and
4: less money for food with more chemicals
3: yeah basically why, oh. are, why are they you know well, they have so to there's... pay for that to put it on there so why does it cost less to have it more like why does it cost more for them to do nothing to it so i
4: think it's kind of what you're trying to say right i don't know if it's clarifying something with me <laughs> didn't hear
2: you, you know I'm, trying, more? I'm just saying i guess if you'd have to be really thoughtful about how you planted stuff like when Steve showed me uh his uh the aquaponic system, where it's the deck over the the basically the pond, I guess, and then the greenhouse over that, you think about like how thoughtful of a system that is and how space efficient of a of a system that is, you know? Uh it's things like that 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 I think I think they're calling them like the new agriculture is what they're calling it, because the old way just isn't uh I don't, I don't want to use the word symbiotic, and sound. I feel like we should all smoke if I say symbiosis, but uh, it's not symbiotic with with you know with with the uh, soil. It's the soil, yeah.
3: Right, and so without the micro presence, and you know the you know whether you're doing aquaponics or you're doing uh, you know soil based stuff, you know without the microbes, you're you're like completely relying upon humans to control everything and we kind
0: of suck at it, so. Well, not only that, so (laughs) you need those Michael Riesel networks and those those bacterial networks to input the plant, you know, the nutrients into the plant. You know, without that, you don't, it it almost works, the analogy I love to use when I teach classes is, it's like a restaurant, okay? You know, any Joe Schmo can run like a hot dog cart, but he can only really do like one person at a time that way, and it's very inefficient. (laughs) But if he's like a five-star restaurant and he's got chefs, sous-chefs, you know, uh, food preps, um, you know, waiters, waitresses, bussers, um, you know, a, a, a hostess, you know, all those other components that aren't the customers or the chefs, you know, are your microbes and all those different functions, you know, the, the customers, the plants, the the chefs or the nutrients, and you, you need all those other components to properly serve, you know, a well-balanced large group of, of people or plants or, you know, organisms so or true. whatever
2: but what if you have a food? Naturally, show? it's like that. Naturally, you're supposed to be loaded with microbes, man. They're supposed to be all oh, over yeah. you. That's why I almost shudder now. I see like I was in Panera bread, which I probably won't go to anymore. I think <laughs> there's a bunch of things wrong with that place, man. But I was there and there, and just first off, they had a big sign that said, We serve clean food. Huh, that's pretty interesting, you know? <laughs> I don't know if I want my food favorite.
1: stuff. You know, like
2: yeah. Hey, they are, man. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, big what's up, JR?
1: How
2: you doing?
1: Doing good. Awesome. about Panera Bread? They
2: say they serve clean food there, and then when you walk out, they got antibacterial soap for you to fucking wash your hands with, man.
1: Well, how, <laughs> how reassuring is it? Is it is, it, is like is it an alternative to not clean food?
2: I don't know, but I feel <laughs> pretty good. That's what I'm
1: wondering. Right? It just makes
4: me think about that. This
1: food gets around.
3: When did Possibly clean. Marketing, like a marketing point, you know?
2: Clean food! Yeah, it sounds, food sounds food. like that's a goal. <laughs>
3: like, yeah. I don't know.
2: That's kinda I can try to turn this bitch around and see my no-till bed. My no-till bed is going fucking nuts. I don't know what to do with it, man. Sure.
0: Know, talk about, right. I'm going to yeah. talk about that a little bit. Do you want to talk a little bit about no-till for those that don't know oh, about it? We, yeah. we not really anyone it. mention it. Don't talk about it much.
2: Give me a sec. I'm going to see if I can turn this biatch around and uh, get a little bit of better view. It's kind of lame with the green screen. Sure.
4: Hey, yeah. Scotty. Question for yes, you sir. real quick. Um, since you're getting into no-till and you've got us uh, fish farmers right here, um, since we garden without actually tilling soil, are we technically no-till gardeners?
2: Man, I'm moving around. I tell you what, let me stew on that for a little bit, man. Man, you got the thinking questions, homie.
1: <laughs> hey my question for you scotty are you noticing that the way you water how often you water is different
2: uh i am hempy i'm i'm totally hempy i'm believing it oh yeah i'm gonna try right, to show right. you guys around i'm gonna fire up the, give me like a minute man i'm gonna oh, bail man. out for a second i'm gonna fire the 630 up i'm gonna move some shit out of the way oh. and I because i do have some weird shit going and I do have a little space for an aquaponics. I want to show you guys a little hundred-gallon reservoir awesome. I got for aquaponics. I'm thinking it over, man. That's why. Very that's good. why I'm buddying up to you guys, man.
0: I think uh, I think after you smoke some of uh, uh, fish ganja guy's stuff, you'll you'll like it. The the finish on it is just oh so good. Got
2: a, I got a feeling. All right, hang loose, guys. Give me a second.
0: Yep. So welcome, Jr. you haven't had a chance to to talk or uh, talk to you much. We'll we'll. Uh, switch gears for a second while he's getting straightened out. Do you want to tell us a little bit about, about what you do and um, you know uh, your involvement with both DGC and what you know kind of how you got into cannabis?
1: Sure, um, I've uh, been into cannabis uh, since I was in high school back in the '80s, and um, I uh, started cultivating my my first plant I ever grew was my soft no my my junior year of high school. So it's sophomore, summer, junior year. And uh, I planted my first uh, plant back then and uh, fell in love with the idea of growing. And uh, one of my best friends, his dad, was an indoor grower. And uh, his weed was outstanding. I mean, it. I was fortunate enough that uh, when I grew up i was at the age to where the commercial bud wasn't really popular if you didn't have killer green bud then you your shit wasn't even out there and so i was lucky enough to grow up during that era of indoor which you know in our country is pretty rare for that time back then and uh so watching him you know i went into his room when the lights were out and he whole plant hung everything and bucked all his families off and it I opened the door and it looked like a silver thaw. It was just some of the most beautiful weed I've ever seen. And uh, ever since then, I've had the desire to grow cannabis. And uh, when I uh, lost, I'm a below the knee amputee. When I lost my leg, uh, it changed for me. It wasn't just this uh, recreational thing that I did once in a while to get high, uh, it became a medicine to me. So that, totally changed my whole approach in, uh, the way that I, uh, uh, viewed cannabis. And, uh, now, um, I'm really excited to start looking at some alternatives to, uh, the bottle and, and, uh, you know, this, uh, soil situation that I'm in all the time, because as a below the knee amputee, it would be a lot easier for me to, Drain water, say, than to, and fill up water than it would be to carry in bags and bags of soil. Uh, but on the other side of that, I, I'm the kind of guy who has to see it work for others before I'm going to throw away, you know, what I'm doing and jump on, you know what I mean, all in.
4: That's one of the reasons I was telling you before that I want to try and get you into.
1: I'm curious maybe, about aquaponics, uh, and I, I, want I would definitely do it
4: a little. Because you don't have to deal with those huge bags of soil anymore. You just have to put yeah. the of hydrogen for you once, and you're good.
1: Yeah, I mean that seems attractive to me. That part of it, um, yeah, I do. Tough. I wonder how you can uh, regulate and spoon feed certain nutrients at certain times when you're dealing with fish. Though so that's was my biggest question. That's uh,
0: go ahead, Steve. That's why we, we use a method called dual root zone planting, which allows us a, a shallow soil layer in the top, you know, fifty to forty to fifty percent. Um, that allows us to have you know the upper part of the root zone can have a little bit of you know kind of like a spongier area that allows for terrestrial microbes, um, mycelium, you know, your fungi that right be wet all the time. And then you can also you know add <clears throat> concentrated nutrients to that, and the plant will happily uptake it. Um, you going see that it's
3: the same. Uh, I do. It looks beautiful. So I just transplanted this one, so it just got put in here. But uh, that's basically what he's talking about. So in inside of this pot right here, there's still media filled up to here. So the soil doesn't start till above this, so it doesn't ever get wet. And the roots grow down through, and if you want to top dress something, then you can feed it into the top, and it doesn't get all the way down into the system.
1: Wild, wild. That's amazing, and so setup wise how you how often you know are you rechanging all your hydrogen and all that kind of stuff?
0: so you can reuse the hydrogen and pretty much indefinitely um mm-hmm. basically yeah it what break down. yeah, it'll break down over time. The biggest thing that breaks it up is freezing it, but the best way to you know what I do is I have like a diamond graded um piece of metal with a little frame around it and i just take it what i do is once i harvest the plants i let them sit out and dry out for like two weeks and then the soil layer all you know dries out completely and then i can basically just pull those that soil layer right off the top you know between the burlap at the bottom and the, and the soil on top i can pull that soil layer right off then i just dump the media into that diamond graded um you know, me- metal mesh, and then the soil falls through. The balls stay behind. You know, I can kind of run my hand over it a couple of times. And right, then, right. And then yeah. rinse and I- it, give it a quick rinse, and then reuse it again. I'd Excellent. say most
4: every uh, like year or two, what I'll do is uh, just for any excess fish waste that's accumulated in the hydrogen area that made it through my filters, I'll create like yeah. a spear, and um, I'll just flood the bed up. Um, have the outlet aiming away from the return in the fish tank, but to like a waste bucket. And I'll just blast everything off the bottom with that air spear. And um, it's super, super easy to make. And that'll just give brand new life back to your system after you empty all that gunk out. And that's only, like, if you have a lot of waste going into it every two years or so. But, um, Steve, just out of curiosity, when you say your team grows and you can lift that burlap up, I've noticed my burlap seems to uh, disintegrate. By the end of the grow, it's yeah, kind of it becomes kind of thin.
0: Oil. Yeah, I I buy the U line. You can get it through U line. You can get a twelve foot wide roll, and I use them in the five gallon buckets, and it work
4: or five gallon pots, and it works great. Um, the U line, lap. I usually just go with the stuff over at the nursery. Maybe that's where I'm screwing up. Yeah,
0: I've managed to reuse this stuff two or three times before. It so, sometimes. Certain strains are more aggressive
4: roots than others. It just depends on. But you wouldn't recommend using any like that uh, shade cloth or anything like that. No,
0: because it's too roots can't penetrate it easy enough. Yeah, and I didn't it think
4: It, it binds up, up and all problem. problems. So this Martin is going right there. What's that?
3: It's um it's kind of like a shade cloth, but it's not um. It's designed to go like underneath garden beds to keep out
4: moles. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. And it looks
2: like Scotty oh. jump in there too. Yeah, so man. Done? Done. I'm looking at that stuff. They make all that stuff. Like I one time ordered that for uh, my farm and I was surprised. They fucking make it right there. They got like a weaving machine in the back. I wonder if they'd make you something to order, you know?
0: Yeah, the important yeah. part of the, the, the barrier is that it prevents the soil from falling through because then it'll work like a wicking bed, uh, which sometimes can cause issues. Um, I know when we tested wicking beds at various depths in aquaponics, um, we had a uh, uh, root rot issues right at the end, um, for whatever reason, the the roots were just staying too wet or not getting enough. You know, when the plant's shutting down near the end, um, it kind of sh- shuts off some of the it, circulation. It yeah, so we had a uh, we had some issues with that. So I haven't had a successful wicking bed run. The plants kick ass though, up until maybe about three to four weeks before harvest, and then the whole thing droops.
2: It sucks. <laughs> To tell me that would have been was before I made two wicking beds. Well, no, Hempy buckets, you seem to be having good luck with
0: them. (laughs) I'm just telling you about, and here's the other one was that when we did that, it was with the um, uh, smart pots, um, not plastic line pots. With plastic line, you're going to get a, when the, if you're doing any amount of flood and drain, or if you're, do the pumps kick on and circulate and then shut back off? Sure. Sure. Is that how it works? On mine, you're asking me? Yes. No, or mine's completely, completely passive. On. Oh, so it's so. just no no circulation at all? Yep.
2: So it's more like a sip. It like is a complete sip, absolutely.
0: Plater.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's Wait. right over there. I, I opened the thing so you can see it. It's just that big plastic. It's a half of a plastic cute. tank, like yeah, a 300-gallon plastic thing
4: thing tank. Last time I saw him. It looks super dense,
2: crazy. You know, there's some. It would be a good lesson in how to take something that's growing into the lights and chill it the fuck out. Though I can definitely take those and chill them out with some little creative pruning. I'm mean, not pruning, rather uh, uh, staking, rather.
4: Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, there's one there, brother. that blew my mind. I saw you do like a full like hula hoop loop with one of your branches, tying that shit off.
2: Yeah, man, makes little Christmas trees that go up them if they're you know if they're doing well. Little strong enough
0: little bondage for your ladies as i like to say <laughs> i like that, that man <laughs> <laughs> i have a i have a whole video on on before and after on that stuff and that's what i had it titled was uh, aquaponic cannabis bondage nice
2: yeah isn't there anything nothing sadder than going into your buddy's house he's all excited he's like you got to see my plants they're growing awesome they're huge and they're like six foot into the lights, single yeah. stock. <laughs> do, yeah. do, do you want to talk? Show,
3: talk? Three nodes total. Do
0: you want to tell us <laughs> about your girl there since you got the, the thing open? you want to point, tell us and show us around a little? Uh, yeah,
2: man. Let me see if I got a little. Uh, can you guys? Uh, you know what? I don't have uh, too much ear space, man.
4: <laughs> man, every time <laughs> Almost. I keep thinking you're putting a drill motor to your face.
2: <laughs> What's that?
4: Every time you use that vaporizer, I keep thinking you're putting a drill motor to
1: your face. It's
2: weird. It's like the Black and Decker colors, right? Right.
1: It looks like a, some kind of weird caulking gun or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> man, I don't know what the hell you guys can see or not. Man. Let me try to take a look and see. I can see a, see a yeah. bright
1: white light.
4: Yeah, I see, you see the white you see We got about three or four feet on the left of the, uh, the yellowish room.
2: Man. I tell you what, I'm going to take the earpiece out. I'll give you a tour, I guess, man. Let me see what I can do, if I can click this and get, there we go, a little bit better of a spot here. All right, I can see a little better. Pull this out of the way. Right there is the no-till bed, man. It's just a um, a 300-gallon tank that's been just sawed laterally, I guess you would say, been sawed in half. Yeah. um, I think I got five plants in there. And they're, Perfect. they're pretty beasty. Yeah, I've been trimming them. I don't know if you guys can see. I've been having fun. Yeah, I don't have it on. The one is a 600-watt HPS uh, that's lit up. And then the on the other side is a grow mouse light. Oh, man, I wish I could show you guys. But actually, he made it for me. He made the plate for me, and it says uh, uh, Real DGC-8. and has the grow mouse symbol on it. It's fucking bad as
1: shit, man. That is tight. Awesome.
2: I didn't even know if this stuff would work. I just took a bunch, like basically a bunch of minerals, and and not really a bunch of minerals, actually. I took some minerals, meaning like rock dust and stuff like that. And then I took a bunch of nutrients. Like, um, I did stuff like crab and crustacean meal and stuff because I know that stuff that the recharge and the microbes and the trichoderma love to eat. And, um, trying to think what else. I know I put some oyster shells in there, um, and I he used a lot of that what daddy. is it called? BioLive, I wanna say. It's like uh there's neem in it. Shit, I'm trying yeah, to think. Yeah, BioLive is uh, down to Earth, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I don't think it's down yeah, it is down to earth, isn't it? Yeah, the box of stuff, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, that stuff is awesome. BioLive it's like a it's like your go to five 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 mix. So Yeah,
2: that's what I was hoping. I'd get some nutrient out of it.
3: You do, yeah, you got nutrient and microbes, it's a great mix.
2: Nice. Yeah. So I put a big bunch of that in there, man. And uh, I had really real bunch. Of, it's been about six weeks, I want to say. And I love the way those plants look. I can forget. I, oh, and I hooked it up to a hempy bucket. I actually have a drain down there. You know, as a, you know, these things come with a drain for, you know, because it's a tank. And I right. just hooked up a, a hose fitting to it, basically, or a fitting to go to like a half inch, <clears throat> a half inch piece of tubing. And it just goes to like a 10 gallon, it goes to a float valve and then a 10 gallon uh, tank. It's been working awesome. The soil's moist. Um, the plants love it and are growing like crazy. And uh, I did, by planted some comfrey and some aloe in there. Shout out to Minnesota Nice for the inspiration. And uh, yeah, they're just, I don't know. I haven't flipped a switch on it because I didn't have a, a veg. <laughs> you know, I'm used to having big grows and I just moved into this place. And so I don't have a veg, man. So anyway, that's what this turned out to be. This place right here started out by being my veg, but I just didn't want to do a boring veg, man. So I extended it and made this a uh, a no-till bed nice have some circulation actually it actually does under i kind of use like the everglades my inspiration for this one and i got like the whole uh, underground river thing going it goes from one side to the other and then goes up into i don't know if you can see it i'll have to show you a little little bit later but uh there's like a three gallon bucket that picks up the water on the other side and then i'm hoping i'll probably end up firming. i want to see if i can grow out of these uh out of these uh containers right here these are actually garbage cans that are fi- you know, filled up with cocoa core you see the one over there is filled mm-hmm. up with cocoa core i want to see how far it'll wick up with the hemp system it'd be cool if it wicked all the way up three foot no
0: it'll 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 wick up about oh, two yeah. and a half feet two and a half feet is about yeah. as much as it'll go
2: yeah and you see how i got the holes poked in there i figured maybe i'd put some hot peppers in there or something i was thinking something that cannabis uh that that bugs hate rather I don't think bugs
3: bug really sage. like hot peppers uh, very much you know okay
0: sage um rosemary, yeah, help me out man all those are are bug repellents
3: peppermint i know
4: garlic, garlic. Pepper,
0: well peppermint will attract spider mites well uh, really lemongrass, i
4: think because i know like lemongrass the oil over in the kapow they use it because lemongrass, oh, lemongrass yeah. the oh, lemongrass
0: yeah. is a highlight plant it wouldn't do well under a canopy the rosemary and the marigolds would do just fine with crappy lighting.
2: Sage is nice. yeah, Sage
3: also do well, too.
2: Yeah, I'm picking stuff out. Hey, Scotty, use. also, you know, the-
3: if, you're, uh, if you're into um, microbial like um, inoculates and stuff like that, check out some of the stuff they have at TerraGenics. So this is... Uh, it's EM1. Um, oh, gosh. I I've
2: heard of that, that, man.
3: So check that out. Different. They have a- a lot of different stuff over there, and I use that in just about everything from supplementing my uh, my bed. So you can see I have a down here. This is a sips that I feed with tank water, so it's pretty similar to what you have running on a you know on a smaller scale. So the water
2: okay, cool man.
3: Always sits in the bottom there, and I I picked up this plant from a buddy. It was looking a little sickly, and I drilled extra holes in the bottom and just sunk it down in the sip and uh, spread a bunch of that bokashi bran out on the bottom and it's only been like three days or so and it's already up to the net and going crazy yeah. and all so, this stuff will stay moist as long as you keep water in the bottom so um you know figure out a way to fill it from the bottom and you'll probably do a lot better with your wicking beds
2: well, yeah, yeah they're they're definitely like. fill from the bottom definitely right. Yeah, i learned that lesson a while if you never mess with the top you never get fungus gnats and it just becomes like almost self-sustaining it's really neat
0: do you yeah. want to tell people uh for those that aren't aware, what you mean when you talk say hempy bucket?
2: Yeah, man, a hempy bucket, or a, uh, you know, what Marty's calling them as a sip bucket. But it's what does a sip stand for again, man? sub remember? Planter. It's like a wicking bed, right?
3: Yeah, sub-irrigated planter. Yeah. So basically, just- sub-irrigated means that water's coming up, up from the bottom. So you're you're either relying on ab- or or something, or, right, or evaporative ab- wicking. Ab- ab- it's kind of the kind of what you're relying on for
2: those.
0: It's good for real hot environments because there's no water exposed to evaporate. It's all right where the root zone is, and you don't get yeah, as much water. Yeah, I just off. find it's
2: so great for no fungus gnats. Yeah, <laughs> fungus well, gnats. Fungus,
0: you know? fungus yeah. gnats are easy if you put a deep dry layer. So if you have a lot of fungus gnats, go get some fungus, hydrogen yeah. media and throw it on top of your pots or on top of your grow media and make it, you know, a good half, quarter to half inch deep. Or even, you can use newspaper. You can use uh, Paralyte, literally anything, any inert substance that you can pour on top uh, or put and, and just yeah, act as right. a barrier. Exactly. So, and that also helps yeah. for
4: thrips as well.
0: I personally well, the find other, the best prevention
4: the for fungus gnats is not buying roots organics. Well,
0: <laughs> hands down, hands down, the best way to get rid of them, though, and any kind of root insect or any kind of soil-borne insect is beneficial nematodes. Um, nothing yep, works right. better as, like, a nuclear bomb to set off in your room than beneficial nematodes. If you ever get root aphids, I used to be terrified. I used to, you know, have to throw everything out, and ever since I started using the beneficial nematodes, I can, I, I can have a plant that's pretty far infested. We had it in the showroom when I worked at the aquaponics source. We had real bad... Um, uh, Root aphids that infested the whole showroom, and we used what uh, is Is that? Why
2: you moved? Not (laughs)
0: exactly. And uh, we ended up. I ended up being able to (laughs) eradicate. Right. And after about a week and a half, two weeks, uh, we put um, of us putting a bag of nematodes in every single grow bed. um, We managed to completely eradicate them. though The nematodes had replicated and infected all the root aphids and all the eggs and all the nymphs and then and, and wipe them all out dude i'm cure glad i anything. showed
2: up just for that man you're telling me we have a cure for root aphids
0: dude any kind of root mites dude i'm so not even afraid of them anymore it, it, it so better for those that don't know beneficial nematodes are a little tiny parasite they attack over 250 different species of uh, insects. Um, they're great for fleas. If you have a cat or dog, you get fleas in the yard. You can sprinkle it around the yard. It'll kill any of them that laid eggs or the adults that are still around your house. You can put it in the carpet um, and it'll you know keep your house clean. If you have a flea or you know bed bugs, you can also use them for. But in, in the garden, they work really good. You put them in the soil and they also will work really well in um, hydrogen, like flood and drain beds, as long as they're getting good gas exchange. They can live aquatically most of them anyway and they will completely annihilate any root bug or root aphid issue you have you just introduce it comes in a bag on like a granular almost like an oatmeal type stuff and you sprinkle a little bit in each of your your pots and you water it in and it'll introduce them to the root zone and they'll basically go in they'll infect the eggs the nymphs and the adults so they get them at all life stages because they're a parasite and they'll they'll kill them and they'll keep replicating you know so if the worst your outbreak is the the you know, the faster they work once they start breeding, um, because they have a high food source. Um, them and beneficial wasps are are extremely efficient. Um, once, you know what, if you have a bigger outbreak, especially in larger grows, like large
1: commercial grows or greenhouses. you think it matters where you get your bugs from? It does because I, I've tried nematodes that I got from my shop and I don't really have a microscope to check them out to make sure they're working right. But, uh, I feel like I get it and it comes in a little sponge thing uh, yep. in a vop, in and I do it in the water and I don't really feel like I know if I did it right.
0: So if you have them, if you have them, introduce them directly to the plant roots. Um, I do, I do. Okay. Yeah, that works better than just putting them in the reservoir. Um, but we've had really, really good luck with that curing multiple different species a couple of different times.
1: All right, cool. I
4: found a good source for um, nematodes. This one company got great reviews on Amazon. I'll link all you guys to them a little later. They've got different. Um, it's great pricing compared to what I got over at Osh. And um, Is that, that came- Arbico? like 24 hours in the mail. Cheap shipping. Had an ice pack in there. They're all fresh. And Is that Hean- like uh, Which one? Arbico or AR? Oh, Arbico. Yeah, I heard of
0: those. Arbico. Arbico's yeah, Arbico's who the company no, so. I've been using. But uh, you can
4: get them with, like, different blends of nematode species. Yeah, I would say, like,
3: the three beneficial bugs that I go for, like, if I would rate them, I would say number one would definitely be um, nematodes. And then, uh, like, a mixture of predator mites. Like, I'll go with the triple threat, because there's lots of different kinds of mites, obviously, but... Just like there's different
1: kinds of predator mites, so and what's um, that? Get the
2: Californicus, and what's the? I can't remember the other one. They, ca- andersoni the,
1: the Californicus is the one that's really hot around here right now. Yeah, yeah, so there's predator mites, I would say
3: number two, and then just sort of the all-around, you know, kind of uh, cheap shotgun is the ladybugs. You know, there's they're cheap, work. Man. They do work a lot. They do end up. I think. If when I use them without nematodes or predator mites, I feel like they end up just farming bugs. So they don't don't ever get rid of them. They just sort of like keep eating them as they hatch. So. <laughs> the other
0: the other two <laughs> right. The other two I okay. wanted to mention yeah. is um the seven spotted thrip. Um normally you wouldn't recommend thrips for someone's garden, but yeah. seven spotted thrips are little mite um, murder machines. Um they almost exclusively feed on mites. And um, uh, for those of you who don't, don't know, uh, about 30% of all thrips are actually predatory. Um, but a seven-spotted thrip, you can order on some of these different websites, and they are really good, and in my opinion, do a better job than the predatory mites even. They consume more, um, they're more voracious, they breed faster uh, than the predatory mites, and they have a wider humidity tolerance, So which can yeah. be an issue for the mites. A lot of the beneficial mites have a very small humidity range um and then the other one was uh lace wings uh, they're really good as a dog oh, yeah, i've heard of those um they yeah, do green
2: have really been around forever
0: yep and their larvae are really good for attacking um the mites and then uh pirate bugs are the other ones that i've used uh, especially against larger insects um, like uh caterpillars and that kind of stuff
1: yeah i hey, was watching this go- uh oh go ahead What's up?
2: No, I'm going to take it way off subject so hit it.
1: <laughs> well, I was watching this one segment and they and it shows these guys had in an envelope tied around the base of the plant, were their uh beneficial bugs but they were on a time release. Uh, do you know about it? Oh them? yeah, I seen those. How does that those time work?
2: release sachets are yeah, called.
1: Yeah, how do you do how does that work?
2: Some, some bugs come like that, man. They're bad as shit, man. It's
1: yes. awesome.
0: Some of them have different gestation periods, so they're basically just putting different aged eggs on one. Oh, container. okay. We should all cycle this
2: gestation period every time, you know?
0: Yeah. So actually, I actually know a lot about beneficial insects. My so my uncle used to be an imagineer for Disney. He's like super smart. He writes uh, musicals and all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. And anyways, one of the things that a lot I'm of people than know, a
2: grower is an imagineer
0: yeah sit around and invent shit for disney on day yeah right um, i thought i had a good job <laughs> he anyways he uh, he actually ended up quitting in solidarity with his boss when they fired his boss when they found out he was gay he quit after they fired him which i thought was really awesome of my uncle so he's a stand-up guy in my opinion
2: shut um, out it's pretty cool right they gotta make change man every you, Change happens by you know one person at a time. Well, standing and you're up like, for I know that guy. That's what it comes you know, from. That's how it happens. If you don't know anybody yeah. that believes anyway, in a certain way, you get going, nowhere.
0: I'm getting off topic. Um, going back to why I'm even bringing this up at all. So. Um, I actually got a tour of Disney's um, insect production facility back when my uncle worked there as part of, they have like a family tour they give you. Um, Disney is the largest breeder and largest producer of beneficial insects in the world. Um, They produce more pounds of um, beneficial insects than anyone else, and they do almost exclusively beneficial insect control in all of their parks, which a lot of people don't know. And it's really cool. They don't use any pesticides in any of their parks, which is really neat.
2: It is. My friend is an entomologist who works with them. Man, can I die? (laughs) Bamboo farm and Disney called me up and ordered like 10 bamboos from me. And I fucking turned around to my wife. I'm like, holy shit, we just got a test order from Disney. We're going to be rich. (laughs) And um, they never ordered again. And I went back and seen, man, and they made like thousands of bamboos with my bamboo, man. (laughs) Those guys are so (laughs) fucking smart over there, man.
4: (laughs) Hey, uh, Scotty and uh, Marty, this is the uh, brand I was talking about right here. Um, computer's slowing down because of the screen share, but it's, uh, nature's good guys. It's, uh, got four out of five stars right here, and, um, this one right here is a little pricier than the one that I went with, because this one's uh-huh. got, like, three or four species, or two species, <laughs> two, species, two species, nematode going in there, right there. I just got the one that has just, I think, SF, which focuses primarily on the fungus gnats and, like, other things, but they've got a lot <laughs> of stuff. I paid, like, 13 bucks. It was... Probably twenty bucks cheaper than what I would have got at Osh, and better reviews on the company. Uh, orchard Supply and Hardware. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, oh. it's just uh, local. Free- I, just so,
0: a, I just wanted to. I just wanted to
4: mention. Get all the- Brian guys.
0: Brian Go had an awesome comment. He goes, "That's what happened at the Legoland with the Legoland Im- Imagineers." LOL. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know if you guys heard that story. What happened Hit in it. Europe? Oh, okay, oh. so. Since, no, since you guys don't know, well, this is really funny. In the UK, there uh, at Legoland, um, the very back of the property, there was like a small abandoned village from like World War II or something, and they wouldn't <laughs> live there for a long time. Well, some dudes boarded up, Legoland? some dudes like boarded people? up all the windows of all the buildings, and they converted all of them to full grow ups and then ran the wiring to Legoland to hide the power bill.
1: Nice,
0: <laughs> God, man, <Zero. laughs> they got busted. There's thousands and thousands of pot plants at Legoland in, in UK, it was freaking awesome. It just got uncovered a
2: couple weeks ago.
1: <laughs> that's great.
2: I want to know how much awesome. they find that story, dude. We gotta do that story, man. Dude, oh, I, have it.
0: I have it, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, since we're on the topic of stories, um, what does everyone think of what happened with Mark Emery this week? That was some fucked shit. Yeah. Let's that's... talk about that because I don't fully understand yeah. it, man. Is that the Canadian
1: He's... guy? Yeah. Okay, so I... his wife so came up. Man.
2: I yeah, met he... him in Montreal. He's a really cool dude. Yep. I smoked bong hits with him too, man. And uh, he, he, me and the dude were sitting in his lounge or whatever that I was looking like when vo- Volcanoes first came out, there was a vapor lounge that he had going. And I was like, fuck yeah. And we went and sat in it, smoked volcano bags. And then it was so, I, real quick. I'm sorry to hog the story, but it was the no, best no. thing in the world. There was a super hot red ch- headed chick on this. I think it was Cannabis Culture Magazine. Was that what he was doing? Is that yeah, his magazine?
0: that's, that's his company. Yeah.
2: Girls there on the, mag- on the cover. Yeah. And I'm looking at I picked up this one because I was in another country and it said how to score around the world, you know, like a double mm. entendre. But I was like, I thought it was like how to score weed around the world. I was like, cool, I want to I want to read this. And dude, the chick that was on the cover was there. And you know, I guess she works at the at the vapor lounge as well. And he was, she was just like, Oh, I see you like my cover. And I was so fucking stoned. And I looked up the chick <laughs> from the cover of the magazine was real, became real in front of me. I was like, What? <laughs> He came over because the hot chick was near us. So he had to come over yeah. too. <laughs> so
3: somebody tell me what yeah, happened to our memory.
1: I've been well, so fucking busy. I have no idea. Okay, let's
2: do it.
3: Nothing well, good.
1: They uh, were heading out to go to Spanibus. And I guess the uh, Canadian government did a full sweep. Uh, arrested them. Uh, sh- arrested uh, a bunch of people at their dispensaries. And shut them all down. Uh, they're in jail uh, Jody got, got out. out Jody got out uh, this week and it was on hash church think so if out. you watch last week's hash church uh, she's on there and she kind of breaks it down as to what's going on Wow that sucks Yeah, Yeah, She was
3: pissed, man.
2: I saw some interview with her, and she was pissed. That fucking lawyer came up and whispered in her ear, like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) It was awesome. She was going off.
1: Yeah. Well, they're facing some pretty serious charges. So So what is the
2: deal? They were running dispensaries? Is that what's going on?
1: Yeah, they have several dispensaries that they've been running, and they have uh, the magazine, but they also have an activism side of things that uh, they're also part of, and uh Mark the bubble man from hash church uh he's you know been friends of theirs for a while, and he said that Mark has been taking care of the cannabis community in that area for quite a long time he He's the guy who fronts up the money so that dudes could go set up somewhere and you know start growing cannabis and he was always Ouch. kind of that kind of that kind of guy who was always putting his money out there and you know trying to support the community that way. They like to call uh, those
2: guys kingpins in court.
1: Yeah, yeah right. totally, <laughs> totally. Not cool. Right. So I think, uh, yeah, I hope they've got really good attorneys. Yeah,
2: shit, man. That's you know, I mean, it's unfortunately, it's the, at the cost of sometimes people's asses. You know that this
1: they are they yeah, are putting I, their asses on the
2: front line.
1: Right, and I feel like with our current political situation, I'm a little concerned about that for, uh, you know, guys like us who put our neck out there. Guys
2: like uh, everybody on this call. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> guys like uh, us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. but
3: Yeah, that's... That sucks. I mean, and especially for Canada, because you know they've you know been trending towards you know total legalization for a while. That you know, and they're projecting on doing that. So you know, just makes you wonder why they're going after somebody like that. Well, it seems what's like the,
2: the new
1: guy Trudeau. Yeah,
2: what's the deal? Trudeau,
1: yeah, Justin Trudeau. Switching so
2: to concentrates now, man. It's yeah, getting he, serious.
1: He says that he wants to do legalization, but he's not really moving and he's like the person who's in charge of <laughs> uh, uh dealing with it is also the person who used to be in charge of busting it so i mean he's made some moves that are kind of like not settling well with the cannabis community up there yeah and- that's
2: oh, so. fucked up man the action you, uh, the action saying. I was just saying real quick that uh, Jody Emery was saying that the people that are put in charge are having legalization go forward, but the people they're putting in charge are like the fucking cops and shit. You know what I mean? It's like the same people that were completely opposed to it now somehow got control of it.
1: Yeah. It's fucked. That really
2: freaked me out when I heard that.
1: Right. I mean, what do you do with that? I mean, you just gotta be you know trudging forward on your front knowing that this asshole is constantly going to be trying to knock you down at every step you take
2: that's what me and uh shit who was it man we were talking i was talking today and um god damn it i can't think of his i can only think of his real name uh and we were talking today and uh a jester and and we were talking about uh so hard of his name. I can't remember what we're talking about. All right.
1: I'm putting the fucking back. Right
2: <laughs> 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 about the douchebags that like, fucking we see, you see like, uh, you know, not like more like Philip Morris and the way they market cigarettes and the way they do it in a real like slick douchey way and you wonder how long it's going to be how long can you hold them off until they show up in the you know at, at cannabis wondering if i can take that and have you know, joe camel for cannabis and right you know give, give you so, a free backpack with marlboros <laughs> kind of, you know? hey
1: man i love my marlboro kayak that i got for my
2: look brother. i gotta be honest <laughs> with you for hustling those big marlboro fucking red like team marlboro bags or the best you could put like 18 fucking fluffy pounds in one of those things man
1: <laughs> well my my bro- my brother was a rep for those guys allegedly my brother was allegedly, bre- yeah yeah really my brother was a rep for those- <laughs> my brother was a rep for those guys and he used to give us all those uh points because he would fill the machines from the carton and the carton would have all the points on there and <laughs> Dude, I had fucking Marlboro <laughs> I had Marlboro shit. You had tons of it. It was ridiculous. At the fucking kayak. <laughs> no, I still have the kayak,
2: man. That's awesome, man. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know I was actually uh, had a friend of mine that was up at a seminar. Actually, I won't even say where, but I uh, saw a Philip Morris representative trying, talking about how they were planning to switch to the cannabis market and, really? Uh, like, you know different they, things. I don't there. see that money. No, dude, money's green is green. They don't care. If they can grow it and sell it, and you can smoke it. They're fine. They don't care.
1: Well, you know what? I'm. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm just wondering how long it's going to take the cartels to figure out how to take all their crappy weed and turn it into concentrates.
0: Well, look at what they're doing <laughs> now, Columbia Colombia, right? Colombia, right now, is having a huge cannabis boom. Now that the FARC war is over, because they they eased up restrictions on cannabis and cocaine, and again in Colombia, and now the production's going through the roof.
2: Huh. Interesting. And cannabis, that's okay. Cocaine, <laughs> that's
1: okay. Uh, so that's okay. I, I see something down... today.
2: Good. Really quick, Dewey Mr. Jeff put it has a really good Facebook. Uh, he does a lot of good Facebook posts. And one of them was one of these Belgian uh, companies. Uh, I can't remember. Bel- bel- Belgian pharmaceutical company got busted for selling 2 million uh, ephedrine pills, which is like the starter material for uh, crystal meth. Oh, yeah. Over to like some, some Mexican drug lord for like $12 million or something. And they were like, ah, it's cool. Yeah. You know, they were literally sending like tons of pills over to them, man. Yeah. How dirty that shit is, man.
1: Oh, man, and they ordered... Okay. Yeah, and see, so they put all those restrictions here in the United States on Sudafed and stuff, and stopped a lot of the home manufacturing, and so the Mexican cartels, uh, they've made a relationship with China, and they're ordering that shit by, like you said, by the 55-gallon drum barrel. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're manufacturing, I, I think it's hundreds of pounds of meth a day, smith yeah and, and it's that's all just some tra- fucked up well what happened for i was watching this on one of those uh uh law channels yeah uh, the i don't remember what it was but anyways they said that the uh asian cartels uh created this really pure super uh meth that they called it this like really super meth and so uh, I, I would just the, call
2: it super meth if i was not man, you know
1: right so Eight then they super meth. they sold the uh way to make it uh to the mexican cartels because the Mexican cartels could get access to all the chemicals that they could no longer get access to in the United States. So then the Asians had also access to all the shipping ports all up and down the West and East Coast. So they went in bed with the cartels, and now the cartels are doing all the manufacturing, and the Asian uh, cartels are kind of controlling all the ports, and they're just funneling massive amounts of Jesus. this really super yeah. high grade meth that they're doing making for super dirt cheap. Well, at it's least it's movie.
0: at least it's high grade now, you know.
2: Yeah, at least it's <laughs> cheap too, man. I like
1: that, man. You, you guys are so
2: fucking positive. I love you guys, man. Quality <laughs> up, up, you, up, you
0: know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah. All right, guys, I think I got a bail. I'm actually supposed to be um, cooking artichokes with my wife. And I'm supposed to, it's veggie night, man. All
1: but, right. Uh,
3: but the longer you wait, the more, you know, chances are it'll be done by the time you get there.
2: <laughs> they take an hour, man. So I told her I was going to go kill some time and hang out with my friends, man. But I, think <laughs> I got I one. Push it to the limit. Yes, sir.
0: I got one quick question for you Is there a grows Facebook group?
2: I don't know if there's a group. I think there's a. Page man, I think there's just a Facebook page.
4: Okay. Oh, something um, about the DGC Cup uh, we didn't mention earlier. Yes. Invite only event, correct?
2: Uh it is, man. It is absolutely. If you guys have cool people that you would like to invite, I am. Uh, I am uh, wanting to have a lot of nice people there and a lot of you know good people there and a good time. So yeah, it's an invite only. But if you're cool, I can probably swing an invite for you.
4: Yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up for the legality of the event, that it's not just an open party where people just pull up and walk on in.
2: That is true. That is yeah. true. Yeah, you're not allowed to have just open cannabis parties, man. It's kind of weak. What kind of a world are we living in? <laughs> you know what? How will people find it? Uh, you know, DGC Cup, you can find it out at dudegrows.com slash DGC Cup. Definitely tons of information there. If uh, yeah, there's all the information you need is right there. In April fifteenth, it's gonna be a good time, definitely.
4: Sounds good. Go on, I'm there. Jr's going. No, I'm there. Mendo fish
2: is going. <laughs>
0: I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do my best to be there. Oh man, sounds like <laughs> I gotta we gotta go get
4: the it. van.
2: I gotta go get the black van. I'll get new tires on it, man. That's all right.
4: Fish conjure guys. Oh, for the man, that <laughs> 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 well, man, you gotta go. I heard there's gonna be punching pie. We gotta be there.
2: Yeah, and I tell you what, man, did you guys hear, uh, I don't know if you heard this morning's show, but Moby Dill was on, and hey, he looked, man. It sounded
1: like was he was a-
2: taking it so uh, fucking serious, man. I was yeah, like, holy
1: shit, dude, he was getting no. into the psychology of it and shit. Yeah, I think like the Bud thinks, man. Man, I'm telling you, that was a great <laughs> that was a great show today, Scotty. I really thought that was good. You guys covered some good shit, and I'm glad you got them to talk about what lighting they were using because I could tell by their shit that it wasn't just HI, that it wasn't just uh, uh, high pressure sodium. I knew they were using some kind of uh, ceramics or either. Yeah, the... white light, man,
2: that bright white. I knew yeah. it.
1: I knew it because I've been watching Moby Dill's uh, Instagram pictures, and yeah. dude, you can tell by looking at it, you can tell it's insane. Sure is good looking. Yeah, I'm into that ceramic metal halide. I really am. I'm almost more into it than I am LED.
2: Yeah, uh, you guys see the 630 over there? I'll try to show it. Let us see.
1: Is that where I'm
4: putting your uh, aquaponics uh, grow garden?
2: Oh, no. The aquaponics is going up here, man. Let's the, the machine, man. Right there, I got the 100-gallon tank. Okay. So I was, think, I was I was just thinking about doing something, maybe putting that at ground level and just putting something in there and mess with it, have some fun with it. I don't know. Dude, that's is is that-
4: Yeah, I never go under 100 gallons, but a 100-gallon tank with just like a five-gallon bucket for a little solids filter, dude, that's perfect.
2: Interesting, man. We might have to mess with it. It'd be kind of fun to get that bed rocking with some fish, man.
4: Dude, I could do that in like a day for you, just taking the parts. Do good
2: it. good i'll see, I'll see it see you in a few weeks man <laughs> all
0: right, <laughs> all right cool. guys I'm where, thank
2: where, you so much for letting me hang out with you guys sorry i hijacked your show
0: where, no no where can people find you uh and your podcast if they want to follow the dude grows and
2: check you guys out you know man it's gotten you can just yell dude grows at your phone it's 2017 okay. i love it man i just yell dude grows i said okay google dude grows man and, and it seems to be enough these days, it. man. <laughs> oh, my God. You ain't kidding, brother. You ain't kidding. I figure they're already watching me. It's okay. <laughs> it's probably a cake job to watch Scotty Real, right?
0: Yeah. You yeah. hey, imagine there's like one, one FBI agent assigned to like watch mean shows all day.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. I just want Jackie Chan to play me in the movie, man. <laughs> 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 I'll Do see it. you guys, man. Be good ladies got guys,
0: it. thanks again buddy bye-bye Alrighty.
4: all right well i got a few more minutes guys we have to help fish ganja wife uh clean the apartment up um, um what's new with you uh not too much man uh